Good morning, fellow Gooners. Welcome to another episode of Cannon Talk. I'm yours morning, my coast as usual, Aiden. How's it, guys? Arsenal take on the Saints. You know, tough, tough game at 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 St Mary's. Where you know it's been a it hasn't been a happy hunting ground for us of late. So you know, hoping that we could have come there and take the points, especially after City. You know, got the three points against Brighton. It was over to us again. Yeah, I mean, look, as you said, the uh, venue that has become like a bogey, bogey ground. And also, like, six changes from the team that played PSV Eindhoven at the Emirates last week. Um, Arsenal gets the game underway. And, I mean, the first big chance also falls in the seventh minute to uh, Martinelli, who plays a 1-2 with Thomas Partey. And in turn plays in Gabriel Jesus. The ball then gets diverted to Granit Xhaka, who ends up blasting the ball at goal. But, I mean, their keeper, Bazunu, I mean, one of the up-and-coming young keepers, makes a decent save. Yeah, I know. I thought that was going to be the moment because a team like Southampton, you know, they've been getting a lot of draws of late. So you kind of just hope that you would, you know, kind of knock the stuffing out of them early. Kind of similar to what we did to Bourne with this season. Yeah. Then ninth minute Arsenal get close, but uh, this time Odegaard ends up dragging his shot wide. Then 11th minute, uh, Ben White plays a 1-2 with Bukayo Saka. And he ends up swearing the ball to the unmarked Granit Xhaka, who ends up hammering the ball past Bazunu. One or Arsenal, fully deserved. Yeah, I know. And what's that with his weaker right foot as well? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was two in two, actually, you know, against PSV, now against us. So it was a very good goal, like you said. You know, Xhaka's almost doing that kind of inverted commas, Lampard's runs to the yeah. end of the box where he's, you know, kind of missing what Aaron Ramsey did for us for the past few seasons. So now it's good that he's chipping in on the goals. An unexpected hero, I must add. And I think also a, a sort of a little tip also to anybody that, that now plays football and that I'm mean, just watching his technique when he shoots. I mean, he, he sees too that he actually gets his body and his foot almost like more over the ball than laying back and whatever. And I mean, you can see it's a way more controlled shot. And I mean, it's maybe a few pointers that our forwards can actually take to heart, you know, if you think of it. Yeah, I know. They could be because our forwards seem to always get under the ball too much and they put it in row zero. Yeah. Then 13th minute, Kaleta uh, car ends up bundling Jesus over in the box. They oh. are the ref, you know, judges Jesus to have gone down to easily. I, I thought that was a penalty. I mean, that, was, was, that reminded me of, I don't know if you watched the Chelsea game when Scott McTominay gave away that, that penalty against Chelsea. I mean, it's a similar thing. Because I thought, I mean, look, a lot of things happen in a matter, matter of seconds. But, I mean, for me, once your hands, I mean, you put your hands around the play and you're almost yes. like connecting your fingers to each other, almost like interlocking like an a old Greco wrestling type move. If you start doing stuff like that, then, I mean, there is no other choice but to give a, a stone or penalty. But, I mean, because as you said, McTominay did the same thing. You can actually see his hands, you know, squarely wrapped around the, the player. And, I mean, this guy does the same thing and this guy now gets a pass. That's why, I mean, you can understand. Look, I don't normally side with some of these coaches, but you know so I understand some of this why coaches do get wound up by VAR because you've got a sort of thing, you've got like 10 or whatever different angles of the incident and you still can't get the, the right call. Yeah, I know. It's, it's it's quite frustrating. And and for me, I mean, even if you look at it, foul that Odegaard did on Ericsson, you know, yeah. his hand was on Ericsson, so they say, oh, no, it's a foul. Now, if you look how the hand was around Jesus, um, um, I think that's a foul. I mean, a rule, the real rules seem to be, be working at, at different stages. And, I mean, 
if, if that go that's a penalty Arsenal start the penalty away we two nil up I mean you know maybe game set match but you know at, at small moments they get that get cost you points yeah then uh 70s minute Arsenal in total control of the match but also not upping the tempo to bag the uh, second goal which I thought you know I would I mean look you and I have always been hopping on about this as as decent as the season has been so far but I mean we especially now after like after the, the, the Leeds game, we almost like taking too long to, to put the team really to the sword because it's just constantly toying with the ball and we on a knife edge, like for me, one one is always a knife edge thing because you don't know which way it's gonna go. I mean it can sway in your favor, yes, you get the second, or you're gonna, you know, almost like toy around too much and then the you're just giving the the your uh, the opposition that sort of confidence that you really don't want to bring on to them, especially with Southampton, with the crowd was like Something to crank up the, the, the support even throughout, even when they were goal down. Yeah, no, I think they could feel something was on their way because it's like the Arsenal go into some sort of shell. I don't know what it is, if it's yeah. a, a bit of cockiness or is it just fear or, or what is it that they that they think that the game is one after one now? The 21st when Saints win their first corner, does that Ward Prowse, there's Ramsdale, but I mean, the goalkeeper just flaps up the, up the ball and Thomas Party has to clear with the clearance. Yeah, I know. And, and you, uh, you know, I, I was just thinking about you were saying every time, you know, with Ward Prowse, you just don't want to give um, Southampton a lot of corners, but it felt like we were, were giving them quite a bit. Yeah, and look, what, what I don't get is, even at the start of the season, I think when, when um, well, I don't know, the end of last season sometime, but uh, for me, the words that's always stuck in my head is, is what Pep Guardiola said when you play. Um, so a team that, that plays the ploy of, of, of Southampton, where he said, when you know you they've got a dangerous corner taker and they've got a couple of long, you know, throwers, you do not give them any throw-ins or corners. Like, you, you keep it to a bare, bare minimum. You just see that you rather give them a throw from the halfway line onwards or whatever, but you make things as difficult for them. So you take, because of that, you could clearly see what, what Southampton were playing at because they were looking for their corners. They were looking for their, those yeah throw-ins there close to the corner flag because then they knew they had a couple of guys that could really launch it into the box. And for me, we were just... I mean, of course, look, the domination was still there the first half. But, I mean, for me, warning signals were there. And, I mean, you're telling me they cannot read it. I mean, of course, we're still going to get to that second half. Yeah, I know. We, we were just too, too lax, I would say, because, I don't know, we were just allowing Southampton to grow in confidence and... They were playing like the team at those one all up. Yeah. The 25th minute, Ward Prowse again. This time he ends up tying an expensive pass. It gets uh, intercepted by Thomas Party, who then get, plays the ball through to Odegaard, who plays in Jesus. Jesus then ends up wriggling away from Salisu. But I mean, by the time Jesus wants to pull the trigger, he's already at such an acute angle. The ball just hits the side netting. Yeah, I don't know why he took the shot there. I thought there was maybe another pass on. Like, he yeah. tried to hit him from an acute angle, like, um, I, I don't know, some like the, those FIFA players, you know, when yeah. they play two-on-two, that two, doesn't want to square and ties to the other, they shot from that angle. That's really going to always be an impossible angle to beat the keeper, but, yeah. you know, there was a 45 maybe on someone at the edge of the box. I mean, you know, even there, you could have made it 2-0. Yeah. The 29th minute soccer gets booked for diving, and, I mean, one thing I just want to add is, I mean, I saw a lot of people, okay, giving the, the ref grief and then, but for me, that is one thing that Saka needs to, I mean, I don't know, he needs to really take that part out of his game. I mean, look, I've seen things where, 
look, we don't tie on mainstream or like, you know, in the box early on in the season. And I just think now, sometimes when he tries to, you know, like con the ref, because look, he was not like trying to put the leg out and search for the opponent's foot to, to trip over. And I mean, for me, he's not going to make himself any, you know, friends by doing that. Because I think rather get, you know, all down or, or, or play a bit wiser than, than yeah. try to, you know, Get, try to con the ref, and I mean, he's right in front of the ref when he's pulling a stunt like that. Yeah, no, you, you're always gonna get in the ref's pads, but it, it kind of carries over because, yeah. like, you know, other games you go down, the ref's like, no, play on because they have a reputation or that stigma towards soccer and diving. Yeah, so the 39th minute, uh, again, this time a, wavy, a weaving run by Martinelli as he cuts inside on the left to the you know, get himself to the right. Uh, he has ends up like with a shot. That deflects wide off Salisu, but I mean Arsenal still looking dangerous, but still not getting the second. Then 43rd minute after great work by Ben White, Saka and Odegaard, who ends up cushioning the ball into Jesus' path. Kalitaka ends up deflecting Jesus' shot. I mean, again, not a real clean strike by Jesus, allowing the defenders to come in and close him down. And then, as I said, the shot ends up getting blocked. Yeah, I know. It was a, a collector car which was doing a little good work in that game for Southampton. And I think, um, you know, Arsenal just needed to be kind of a bit more, how can I say, more deadly, more precise, and yeah. they, they could have been out of sight. Yeah. Then 44th minute, Jesus ends up half falling a, a shot that after great work by Granit Xhaka. But I mean, Bazunu again smothers the ball. Uh, you know, going into halftime, only one up. I mean, for me, it did feel somewhat underwhelming because... I, I don't know why, but I just started feeling the sort of that, that sensation of this is going to be Leeds all over again, second half. Yep. Yes. I, I also felt that because you had the opportunities to go out of sight, you didn't do it. So, yeah. you know, I think that early goal, second half, but like, you know, you're going into the half time, you know, giving Southampton some belief and that knowing that they can, you know, come back and, 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 and kind of get themselves into this game. It takes one goal to change everything. Yeah. Then, second half, uh, Already in the 50th minute, Saliba ends up getting sloppy in possession. Gabriel ends up saving his skin with, uh, with some decent cover, cover defence. Then 56th minute, Southampton upping the pressure and, you know, really worrying Arsenal now because, I mean, they they started getting control more. They were also, you know, I think slowly but surely uh, getting a better grip of things in the middle of the park, which is where actually most battles are won or lost, really. Uh, then 60th minute, Odegaard ends up Feeding Jesus, uh, this time Jesus just doesn't have that, that final burst of pace to get him past the last man. And then by the time he's like, you know, getting into the box, the uh, Southampton winger, El Yanusi, he ends up getting back and ends up sliding, sliding the ball for a corner. Yeah, you know, that you wonder that that legs of Jesus is tiring a bit. I mean, uh, you know, I'm sure he wasn't used to playing as much at City, you know, week in, yeah. week out. And as well, he had to was forced to play in the Europa League against PSV in that one nil victory. So I wonder if he's, his battery you know, needs a bit of a recharge, especially the fact that, you know, I'll get to it later, but when Ketia leading the line, you're kind of forced to, to, to play issues because, you know, it's it's either him or you're going to struggle to, to make any openings. But like I said, you know, maybe his legs are, too, you know, tiring. That's why he wasn't as sharp to, to, to get into the end of that. You know, something else I want to add, um, what I was worried with the other day, like listening to Arteta, when he was saying, like, when some people would, like, look, I, I mean, I, for one, was also talking about how flat Odegaard's performances were against um, 
Leeds. Leeds somewhat, and then of course against PSV also at the Emirates. And Arteta uh, uh, actually said he was not feeling well already. Uh, I think it was like the Sunday, like you know, Sunday evening already. So uh, they, it's not like they, we now getting so to a point. This is a point that you made earlier on in the pod, like uh, the last few pods, where you actually saying like you almost like you're forcing people to to recover faster to to get to play again, and they don't have that time to really recoup, or you know, almost like to get healthy to get better again. I mean, of course, he said like I think Arteta said. Close to that, that Southampton game. Yeah, he sounded to feel well. He looks a bit sharper. And you could actually see Odegaard did look sharper in this game because his passes were finding the people. Like, you know, the, the things that we were hopping on about that he was not getting like this time. He was finding people. But, I mean, people like Saka and him were wasteful again. And, and Jesus were, you know, wasteful in this match. Yeah, no, Jesus wasn't one of his best, best games. I mean, we're not at full time yet. But, you know, so far, you know, nothing to be too... It's very underwhelming. Yeah, then 62nd minute, Arsenal now forced to play in their own half. As you know, even getting out of the, the box was starting to become, te- you know, tedious. Uh, not the box, the, the Arsenal half. Uh, the ch- chickens coming home to roost, really, as we try to a uh, balancing act with only trying to defend a one goal lead, which is, I mean, not really, or should not really be our thing. Uh, then 65th minute, the inevitable. Arriba, Arriba ends up letting a through ball run through to Perro, who ends up squaring the ball to El Yanusi. His reverse pass already takes out the whole Arsenal midfield that he plays between Tommy Yasuo and Gabriel. And I mean, he ends up picking up Armstrong and I mean, he coolly plays the ball pass. It was a 1-1. Infuriating, to say the least. Yeah, it was infuriating because, uh, I mean, it's like they were waiting to concede. I mean, luckily against Leeds, we didn't concede. But, you know, now, uh, like you said, the chickens came home to roost and they, <laughs> they equalised and now they are on the upper end. Yeah. Then 67 minutes of Hampton on, you know, not letting up with the pressure. Elgin Lucy ends up crossing. The ball out looks at first to be overheat, but this, uh, the ball falls straight to Perot, who ends up firing the ball wide. Arsenal, you know, really something to look unrecognizable to what was in the first half of Arsenal. Yeah, I know they were in 67-7, and like you say, like they played themselves to the ground almost in the first half, and then yeah, yeah. they have nothing left in the tank, but... They only have one nil to defend. I mean, it's it's, it's asking for trouble, especially yeah. away from home. Then, seventieth minute, Arriba as a proper goal from an acute angle. Ramsdale man just to pull off the save. Also, then make a double substitution with Nketiah and Tierney coming on, and Martinelli and White coming off. What was your thoughts of the substitution plan? Sure, you know, Martinelli for Nketiah never fills me with confidence. I mean, you know, Martinelli at least adds that turn of pace. Even though he doesn't have the best of game, but like you add Nketiah in there, and you're like, what does he offer you? You know, I'm not trying to slate the player, but what what does he does he um, um, offer you? And you know, Kieran Tierney for Ben White. I just guess it was a kind of a straight swap. They think Kieran Tierney come on as a left back, but you know, I don't know actually what Oteta was trying to do. Yeah. Then so the nice minute Arsenal think they've you know won it, but Ellis Kearney got in the cross, the ball was already over the dead ball line before Odegaard, you know, had needed the ball. Because I really should have down there because it could have also been a possible penalty in, I don't know if you saw it there. Oh yeah, yeah. The way they handled him before even yes. he was like overran the ball somewhat. But I mean he that the guy had hands on him, even getting into the box already. Then um at the second minute in Ketje. Manages to get now goal side, ends up shooting, but wide. 
then 83rd minute, Odegaard comes off, Vieira comes on. That seems like a traditional time and sub for Teta at the moment. I think he really is also some of all the substitutions substitutions suddenly become too predictable. And I think teams also prepare for that. And I mean, you can actually see Vieira coming on at that time and that point of the match with Southampton, you know, really with the tails up. You could see it was like, you know, dropping in a, 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 almost like a small fish into the ocean because he absolutely got drowned in the, in the way they were, you know, surpassing him with, with little intricate passes or triangles. And he was trying to, you know, get even into the pace of the game. And I mean, you know, we both like Vieira a lot. and But it's like, he, he, he was like really struggling and started showing that the subs really had no effect on, on what was being done or what was going on. Yeah, the commentators even said that. But I mean, you can't throw a kind of a, you know, central attacking would be on at the 83rd minute and trying to tell him to get to grips with the game and change it. It's, it's not easy, especially if he was the only central attacking midfield. Let's say Odegaard stayed on and you yeah. threw him on and you kind of had just one defensive midfielder. You kind of have that, that attention on two attacking mids, but now you have it on somebody who needs to find his feet with less than seven minutes to go. And I mean, for me, it, it makes you also look at, at people like like uh, Ward Prowse and the Diallo guy in a different light because, I mean, they saw to it that they, you know, almost like uh, stopped Granit Xhaka from getting the ball, really, and were almost like off double-upping on, on, on Thomas Party constantly, which led to almost like a struggle in midfield. Yeah, no, they were, they were very disciplined or very hard, hard-working off the ball, something that... You know, Arsenal need to look at as alternatives for for Party and Xhaka. You know, they. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just shudder to think if Party picks up a long-term injury, what happens next? Then 86 minutes, Southampton nearly snatched it at the end, but the uh, you know uh, sharp attack by, by Southampton, but Gabriel manages to come up on top and clear the danger. Uh, as the game now peers into a stalemate, and I mean, it ends up in a 1 1 draw, but I mean, quite disappointing. And it, I think with the high that we were on, it actually felt like a defeat. Yes, I can remember I felt quite depressed almost, but yeah. in the grand scheme of things, you know, we need to also look at Arsenal and like bring ourselves back to earth. You know, we as much as we kind of in chasing with City. We, we also in a top four race, you know, start yeah. of the season, you want the top four. And in the grand scheme of yeah, things, yeah. Chelsea and United drew. Um, Liverpool lost, Spurs lost, which means Arsenal actually gained ground in Liverpool and Tottenham. And we didn't get any ground, ground um, gained on us by United and Chelsea. So, you know, it's a tough pull to swallow, but in the grand scheme of things, you know, we are missing that, that but extra players where... Yeah. Um, Somebody can come from the bench and, and cause a bit of havoc. And then like, our subs haven't, have, okay, I could be mistaken, but our subs haven't really caused a lot of havoc when they've come on to play. I mean, you look at United, we replayed at, at Old Trafford. You know, our subs came on and suddenly we, United went to score the third, I think. Um, so, yeah, I think Arteta needs to just pulse that squad a bit. But that being said, you know, Haaland hasn't been injured yet or, or De Bruyne, so, you know. It didn't yeah. see what happens when things have changed up on their side. Yeah. So we now go on to the Thursday evening uh, Europa League match. Uh, match day five saw us at the Phillips Stadium for our penultimate Europa League match. Uh, Ramsdale ended up coming in for the injured matter. Nothing yet, some uh, tight groin. We didn't want to really risk it. Uh, as uh, Ramsdale now makes his European debut, I, remember, I actually forgot about that also, that, that big thing about him. 
Um, the game kicks off. Nketiah uh, getting the game underway. Then fourth minute, the crowd, I mean, you can see what it is up for it in the stadium. The uh, uh, Eindhoven players were also reacting to it, looking quite positive with their passing, their attacking, and I was really having Arsenal on the back foot. Yeah, I know. It, it didn't look well. They were very shaky. Yeah, you know, you know um, the midfield looked a bit lost. I mean, what I didn't like is, you know, we kind of forcing Xhaka to almost play every single game. Um, Martinelli as well, you know, and the likes of... Um, uh, who else is there? There's a few other. Another player, I think it was Saliba. Okay, I know it's Saliba's second game, but in the Europa League start. But, I mean, it's like we're forcing players now to to play because, you know, certain there's no trust in certain players and in other situations, you know, the squad isn't big enough to, to be able to do that balancing act. Yeah, then ninth minute, uh, Chavez Simons manages to win the ball deep in midfield. He ends up, you know, weaving his way through as Arsenal was like, like allow the, the play to, uh, to you know, just wander at our goal with ease. Lokonga not really doing anything to help the defence either to double up. Uh, Simons ends up letting fly from 30 yards. I mean, at first it looks at the range like too far, but I mean, Ramsdale ends up having to tip the ball wide and then maybe to really force himself into that save. Yeah, that that Chavis Simons was, was doing a lot of damage early on. And I think, at, like you said, Lakonga was struggling to deal with him. Then, 17th minute, Arsenal attacking in numbers, but PSV defended even uh, bigger numbers, which is like. You know, really, uh, Arsenal really starting to break through those lines because I think they played a more compact, uh, you know, midfield and defence. So to really thread the ball through and get, you know, uh, get some sort of breakthrough was going to be really tough for anybody playing in midfield. Then uh, 19th minute, Gakpo races in behind the Arsenal defence, evades Saliba and dinks the ball over Ramsdale, but it was a judge to be offside. Just wow. that was really nerve-wracking. I was shocked when they scored that. I'm like, okay. Okay, okay, relax, 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 because you could see Ramsdale getting pushed to affect the players every time they were like, you know, shots were raining on him. He was kind of like shouting and then telling him, come on. And then, you know, we, do you think it's a wake up call after conceding that goal? Because I just think, look, uh, look, uh, people might think now we're just going to now up on Lakonga, but I mean, if you in that sort of role that Thomas Party is at, Look, from the get-go, you know already when somebody gives you that sort of job, you're going to have a lot of work to do. You're going to have to do a lot of covering. And then your your judgment also has to be spot on because you must know whether you're going to push forward or you're going to drop back. And I think Lokonga was getting almost like sort of lost in that, that midfield with nobody beside him. Because look, the, the formation we're playing now, it's almost like a more offensive um, midfield at two yeah. uh, sitting there and you as the holding mid have to not you know really have your work cut out your, so for me as much as sometimes we can have a go at party at, at his um, you know his injury or fitness levels but I mean he knows exactly the sort of job he has to do and, and more often than not he gets the job done on his own also but yeah. I mean let's see it was not like getting too much and, and we were <clears throat> we were actually getting really badly overrun and I mean it, it stands out like a sore thumb like, that's almost like also a position where there's no place to hide because you're being exposed. And I mean, people are watching you, whether it's in the stadium or on telly, and you can actually see where uh, the like, PSV are exploiting Arsenal's weakness. Yeah, I know. It, 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 was, it was quite bad how they were walking through our midfield in actual fact. Yeah. Then, uh, 21st minute, Nketiah ended up forcing Benitez, the PSV keeper, into a save with a difficult flick. 
quite clever, but I mean, still nothing to really work, the, over, like overwork the keeper. Then 39th minute, <clears throat> Martinelli sends an ambitious volley over, and I, I really thought he was going to bring the ball down, like, like kill the the ball, like it's now in the air, and rather bring it down and place it. And I think everything got taken to rush with Martinelli because he just took it side on the chest and took a scissor volley, and it went right over into the top tier. Yeah, it was, it was uh, like you said, Xhaka should have to, they should take a page out of Xhaka's book because yeah. Xhaka's finishing, I mean, even his weaker foot has been more controlled than, than a Martinelli and his strong foot. Then 43rd minute, Simons ends up thinking he scored after his amazing skill and then finish. But again, the ref uh, checked where are and it was uh, uh, given as a, a offside. How he just ran yes. and made like four or five players and just dinked it in past Ramsdale. You know, for me, it actually sent little shivers down my spine thinking of how Firmino had us. Yes, I thought the same thing. I thought that. that same thing. Because, I mean, Rob Holding was, he's face-planted himself there. <laughs> I don't know how many other guys end up sliding past the whole event. And it's not like he just went to place the ball past. So, you know, honestly, it looked like a whole mess at the back. With, I mean, even with our favourites like Saliba and them in there, it looked like company is completely based at the back and chaos, like pure chaos. Yeah, we, we had almost eager enough faces before half time. Yeah, so we move on to the second half. Arsenal totally uninspired, uh, out of ideas, slow passing, build up, not really getting us anywhere. And I mean, I was, it almost like this game was calling out for something that you said in the Southampton game where. They needed somebody to just add some sort of injection to the team because by the time the second half start, PSV already probably saw like you know where the Arsenal's Achilles heel is, and the brute looked the young one. Yeah, I know that they were very quick with that bringing Luke the young one, and he he made an impact almost immediately. Like yeah. you could see, he was a focal point. Then for the minute again, the chance falls to get here. Kool Aid needed, but this time again he fires wide. He, I don't know. I think he. You and I mentioned already some not not just of him, but of the others also sometimes the last like four or five games. We almost like at times not, not I'm not saying not Jaka now, but I mean uh, the rest of the team is like they take choking shots like yeah. you know when yeah, you must really let fly, you know, let, the, let you know let your foot just swing and, and lash it into another corners. We just don't like giving that straight dead foot shots side of the keeper. Or draining it woefully wide. Very frustrating. Yeah. Then for the ninth minute, Kiritini again gets a chance, but he ends up ballooning his shot over the crossbar. Um, then for the 50th minute, Gakpo ends up teeing up Wehrmann, whose place effort is saved by Ramsdale. And I mean, PSV, one since are just going to break the deadlock soon. Yeah, I know, and Ramsdale, a shame, his European debut was, it seemed to be a nightmare because he's making save after save and shouting at the plate, but it just seems to be falling on deaf ears. Yeah. Then 54th minute Luke the Young ends up holding off Rob Holding and then ends up laying the ball off to the onrushing Wehrmann again. This time he ends up planting his shot far corner, goal 1-0 PSV. I'll be honest, I was even looking for offside again to bail us out, but I realized, nah, there's, there's no way you can get that out of this one. Yeah, I think we also rode on a lot too much there. That's why, you know, I also felt that way. I thought, we are going to help us out here. <laughs> Then 57 minutes, Arsenal now make the substitutions. I mean, we always do this after the fact. I mean, you can already see the thing building up and then yeah. you wait till after we concede. But Saka ends up coming off. 
I would, sorry, Saka comes on, Party comes on, and then Odegaard and Lakonga come off. Uh, 63rd minute PSV corner gets floated into the box by Gakpo. Ramsdale totally misjudges the flight of the ball and looked the young heads into an empty net. 2 0 PSV. Yeah, I just hear the stadium here rough playing some nice trance music every time they're scoring for us. <laughs> At least it was a consolation. I could bob my head to that because of the, the performance was so piss poor. That oh, it, I mean, two and all down. I mean, I couldn't see any any way back for us. I mean, then. I mean, what, of, I, 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 what I didn't get was they let Tierney Mark, one of the tallest guys and really strong players that PSV have, and let Tierney Mark him. And I mean, what he does, I don't know if you, if you get a chance, you can just have a look at it. Look the young when he noticed Tierney is marking, he actually runs past Rob Holding, and that's so it's all like. Tien has to go behind Robin to get back at, you know, to do a uh, challenge. But by, by that time, he's already got the the jump on on Tien. Yeah, that's the first time. Tien also didn't have it best of game. Yeah. He seems to be struggling of late. Yeah. So, uh, 70th minute, Ramsdale again palms at the young header, passes post. I mean, uh, again, danger signals for Arsenal because I was already thinking we're probably going to ship another few goals here. Then, 74th minute, Arsenal make more changes. Gabriel and Ben White on. Tierney and Tommy Asu off. The Arsenal going straight now to like a back three. Uh, 77 minute Arsenal trying to you know force the issue and get back into the game. But I mean, to no avail. No matter how many times we're knocking on that PSV door, no breakthrough for Arsenal. I mean, as the game winds down to full time, Arsenal look toothless as a team. As a ref calls time to this, you know, real forgettable game. I mean, Arsenal stay top of the group with one game to go. They were also on 12 points, PSV on 10. Yeah, I know it was a, a, it was a bad game for, for us. Yeah. So we move our attention now to Arsenal versus Nottingham Forest. Uh, first beats 20th at the Emirates on Sunday. Uh, Forest will still be a beat after the win versus Liverpool. So what's your thoughts on the hold-up? Oh, I, 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 I'm, I'm a bit stressed out about that because the, the way we've been playing, I think they are on a high now, um, Forrest. Yeah, I mean, look, the only thing I, I mean, it's like one of the points I'm going to bring up here, but it's like, look, okay, the key players are uh, Lewis O'Brien, uh, Nico Williams and Ryan Yates, but I mean, Yates and O'Brien, they are like almost like these two linchpins in the midfield. And I mean, if anybody watched that game last week, those two were actually playing, this, you know, out of the schemes to to almost like dominate Liverpool, which is not really an easy thing to do. I mean, everybody has seen the way Liverpool play. Um, and I mean, look, away Forest, the record is like somewhat shocking because I mean, they've scored one goal away and they've conceded fourteen. So I mean, for me, that should already be the incentive for Arsenal to really take the game to Forest. And I mean, I really think I think you and I mentioned our personal chats. This is a sort of game that to, you know, like to, to to get some sort of relief and and you know like to uh, you know, like to 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 get something off their chest. This is the sort of game that should really put a team like Forest to the sword. No, you know, no disrespect, but I mean we need to not put a team to the sword because Man City are almost like a wounded animal if you beat them, and when they come and you're their next opponent, they normally put you heavily to the sword. Yeah, no, I I think we're gonna have to do something like that. No doubt, I think. We need that confidence back, especially before playing Chelsea. You know, you don't want to go to Chelsea licking your wounds. It's going to be an important game. Like, you don't want to go concede one goal down because 
you know, if you if you end up, you know, chasing a game like that, you could get punished because because Forest they seem to have hit Liverpool on the counter every time. Yeah, because I mean, look, they and I mean, they, they defense and they, they goalkeeper Henderson uh, that's on loan from United. They were pulling off sort of defensive yeah. plays and and the goalkeeper was making sort of saves that looked almost like out of this world. Yeah, I know he, he did seem unbeatable. Uh, so I think we let's hope Jesus also doesn't pick up a yellow card because, I mean, you know, then he misses Chelsea and at the moment, Eddie Nketiah is just not good enough. Yeah. Uh, now we move our attention to Arsenal FC Zurich. That's on Thursday evening. That's, yeah. my, that's our last group game. Uh, look, FC Zurich, by some, I don't know how they managed to do it, but they ended up actually beating Bodo Glimt uh, 2-1 uh, on the last Thursday. And I mean, like, I think with an hour was with the final game being PSV at Bodo Glimt. I mean, that could also be a, a sort of factor if you think of all the teams that go to, to Bodo Glimt on that uh, 3G pitch. Yeah. We have issues. And so I think that could be the one thing. But I think with Zurich being almost like the half the whipping boys of the group, I think we should really do a job on them because I, I really think we should go, you know, full out attack, especially at home. And I mean, I think that the crowd should also be really, you know, getting that stadium rocking, you know, get that job done. And also get that job done early. So you don't need to, you know, end up having to call on your, you know, the, the almost like the that the cavalry. Yeah. With a real standard, solid group, will do a, a decent job against FC Zurich. And, you know, one guy I've been missing, I, I don't know if I've told you this, but it's only like for especially European nights, you maybe need somebody like a El Nini because you've got that experience yeah. that actually knows how to take this thing out of the game. Because yes. at times when I watch El Nini play, he's almost like he reminds me of Berto. Not I wouldn't say Gilberto is, but I mean he knows how to when he sees the the, the, the opposition is like almost like overrunning him, he knows how to slow the, the game down or do certain things to the game to you know just to get us in control of the game again. I think that is where. Lukonga lacks again. He don't have that sort of control. No, he doesn't. He wants to just drive forward all the time. And I know we are drive forward, but he gives loose passes. He's, I don't know. Maybe, like I said, he's the guy that should be deputizing for kind of the Jaka role. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, we, Al Nedi and maybe Party can do the job, but we definitely do need another kind of midfielder in case a long term injury hits either Jaka or Party. And then you definitely need another striker because, like, I, I, I'm, I'm repeating this point all the time. I don't think Ketty is good enough to, to even be an understudy for, 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 um, for Jesus. I think we need someone that can push Jesus because, you know, at Arsenal, you, players become complacent if there's no place in challenging them. And then, you know, the performances drop. So, I think in the, in the January transfer, we know it is definitely to dip in for some sort of attacker that can play maybe along the front three. Yeah, and I mean, some of that can, can actually contribute because, look, the uh, one guy who's, whose numbers I've been watching and, and like everything, like number wise, like transfer fee, salary, etc., uh, is, is Ivan Tony. Because I'm thinking, look, yeah. the guy is on like 21,000 a week. Um, he's not played, I don't know how many games are in the league, I think also nine or ten. And I mean, he's already got eight goals. For oh, wow. Play. And I mean, yeah, you got Eden Ketia, who's, I think, uh, I got like maybe one or two goals in the in the league for Arsenal so far, and I mean, Eden Kitty is on the salary is like hundred thousand a week. I mean, what did he do to really earn that amount of money a week? I mean, nothing I in market. I just think Arsenal have to ransom or, or 
you know, it was like a bit of uh, the agents of Nketiah probably played something, you know, like uh, like it was like played a bit of poker, poker face type of thing where they almost like held out and whatever. And I think Arsenal just started panicking and just agreed to whatever demands they had. Because I mean, for me, that I don't know, it almost like brings sh- shade to that number fourteen jersey that on the you know, yeah, I know. made famous and that like for our like for Arsenal now. And I just think yeah, myself. Anybody can yeah. wear number 14 at the club now if you didn't get you can wear Because, I mean, I really thought we're going to hold back that, that number for an elite forward or, or somebody that's going to build up to somebody that's really or truly elite. Because yeah. you think Henri, when he joined us uh, from Juventus, everybody, like, okay, you saw this guy, like, he had a failed career at, at Juventus. Yeah. And he was not trying to resurrect his career at Arsenal. And, I mean, what a career he ended up having. And I just think that, if you want to give something a number like that, it's a county government. I know many people say, yes, it's just a number. But over the years, say with the number 10 jersey, Smith Rowe, I think, still had to do more to even yeah. you know, get a, a number like that. Because, I mean, yeah, no, that's you have to be very Yeah. So, yeah, that being said, that's about it. I mean, I don't know if you have any other talking points before you know. No, no, no I'm, I'll, I'll talk that. Okay. Okay, guys, hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. Enjoy the football today and our match tomorrow against Nottingham Forest. Take care, guys. Come on, Gunners. Take care, guys, and hopefully we get the three points and, you know, keep on going with momentum.